looking to accelerate your acting career, to stand out from the pack, join host Frank Fawcett as we ignite your acting career. Our show is 100% listener supported. So if you've gotten anything out of the show, please consider supporting Ignite Your Acting Career at Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Ignite Your Acting Career. Or you can do a one-time donation at Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign Fawcett Media. Um, By doing this, this will keep us uh, bringing you the content that you love from Ignite Your Acting Career. Uh, We've got all types of levels uh, all the way from $5 monthly to $100 per month. You get general uh, support, ad-free content. You can get a one-on-one career console with me, live streams, added content. It's going to be really nice over there. So go ahead and subscribe on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash ignite your acting career. What's up? How you doing, actors? Ignite. Ignite actors. I'm back. This is Frank Fawcett, host of Ignite Your Acting Career. And, um, yeah, I decided to drop an episode because everybody's at home, keeping it low-key. A lot of people are at home. Let me not say everybody because I know some people, some of you have to work still. But no fear, Ignite Your Acting Career is here. That's a rhyme. That's a good rhyme. But either way, I wanted to thank you for joining me. I want you all to take this time. I think we're all having a little bit of reflection and um, we're able to kind of see what we need to do outside of the physical act of going out on auditions, physical act of going to acting class. And you can start doing some of the administrative work of your acting career in this time, which I think is important. So like I said, um, let's uh, get started. So what's been going on with me? Uh, I told you all I have um, made the pilgrimage back to Los Angeles, the film and TV capital of the world. Um, Hoping to make some inroads in the coming future. Actually um, had started trying to get some meetings and started sending um, my information off to different companies to see if, Uh, Maybe they'd be interested in taking a meeting with me. But like we said, the coronavirus has taken over all of our chances of being in close proximity with people who can change your career. That includes casting directors and directors, writers, producers, agents, managers. Everybody's out of the office. But just as uh, good good um stock investor in a down market it's our time to capitalize this is our time to set ourselves up maybe send some emails to people because they'll be more op- 
more apt to look at them in this downtime. Getting an email while you're on quarantine, actually, you might actually watch that 17 minute video that an actor sends you. <laughs> the um, and, and and um, you know, it's about timing as well. I think what we're learning too is like I, I mentioned this to a friend of mine. In this time, we're starting to realize that a lot of jobs that you know people have done um, and got paid handsomely for are very capable of being done from home with very limited uh, interaction with people. A lot of people are just answering emails and, you know, corresponding with people, you know. And uh, so as an actor, you know, we, our main thing is be either in front of a camera or on a stage. Well, (laughs) funny enough, I meant to mention this last episode. I was up for a show in Atlanta right before I left. Very interesting process. I had uh, auditioned twice already for this part. And um, I was given an indication that it was down to me and one other person. And, um, you know, I had done a lot of work. I really wanted to work with this director. She was, you know, kind of hot in town. Um big theater you know sponsored by like a big company you know so it was a big production right um but what happened was they called me right before well i i hadn't heard from them for three weeks mind you um they said they were gonna do a initial audition and follow that up the next day with a call back well that didn't happen i didn't get a call back for that for another almost a month and then i went in and did the call back and i was like okay well they've got a call back and we've done that it's out of the way i should be hearing soon crickets i didn't hear anything so i was like okay i had already kind of made up my mind that i was coming to california but i was kind of you know hanging out the hope that i might get a chance to do this role so i've had another crack at it um, when it was in New York, um, not the original cast, but the, the secondary cast. And uh, I didn't hear anything. So I'm just kind of like, all right, as an actor, am I supposed to keep myself open for opportunities that may not happen? So well, I've got ADD anyway, so. If you don't know, (laughs) I was diagnosed with ADD as a child, which is not a bad thing because most actors, most creatives have some form of ADD. I actually think it's a it's a superpower. It's something we we use to keep ourselves um, creatively uh, engaged. But either way, I, I hadn't heard anything back from the theater and um at this point, I was like, well, I'm going to go buy a ticket, buy a ticket to Los Angeles. So I bought that ticket, packed my bags, and just maybe the weekend before I was scheduled to leave, I get a call back from a casting director frantically asking me to come in again for another read. 
she said her assistant had sent me an email. Well, her assistant, assistant sent me an email, but it was kind of like, uh, do you want to come back in for another read? And uh, I was like, not particularly. I've already been in twice. And then I heard nothing from her. Now, this might have been the assistant's issue because from a negotiating play, place, if you're interested in me, I would think you would be you would be eager to respond to the said email and I didn't get any response. So like I said, I booked a ticket. I'm planning to go now. Can you come in? Uh, what? Oh, I think she threw a date out there. And so the date had passed and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm out of here. I was planning on leaving before this, but you know, you guys kind of, kind of held me. And I don't think it was they were holding me, but I, I, somehow the date that the assistant had sent me had just passed. And so the casting director had elevated it and were like, where is this guy at? We really wanted to see him. So, yeah, <laughs> she thought I was out of town already because I told her I was headed that way. Um, but I was still in town. So she was like, well, why didn't you come over there? I was like, uh, well, first off, I've been to this audition twice for the same role i was like i feel like i've done quite a bit for you to see if i could do the role or not you know like i guess it's a yay or nay long story short listen to your instincts people um because of the coronavirus outbreak um the show and subsequently the whole rest of the season of this theater has been canceled because who wants to be up in a theater with uh, random people <laughs> and and their illnesses? Um, <clears throat> and so I guess I was right. I went on, on about my business. I came to California and here we are. Now, would I like to curry some good favor with that casting director? Yes. Would I like to work with that director? Yes. But when it's all said and done, it's like we can't stay in a holding pat, stay in a holding pattern. And I think actors sometimes we're victims of this um, idea that we're so desperate to be in, you know, whatever project um, that we'll bend to anybody's whim or desire. Because after I'm telling you, after three auditions, like really um there's not much left to do to see if i can do the role <laughs> there might be um <clears throat> a chance to read with other people that might also fit in the role but i mean come on use your imagination guys it's like you can't see if i look right with this romantic lead across from me you know like <laughs> if you can't imagine that or if you think it's going to be such a bad thing. But I, I, I mean, this is where I think um, directing and personnel and, you know, producing personnel, they have to they have to respect us and our time as actors because. Because, yeah, I mean, you can call us in for a third audition, but <laughs> you're you're pushing your luck. You know, like people's lives change. I, I've I've seen people book their theater um, 
the theater schedule up through the next four years, you know, like, and you're telling me a show that's going to happen in March is, you know, I need to be seen again in February. Well, no, I don't think that's, I don't think that's uh, the case, but either way, uh, now the show's canceled. So, (laughs) so I made the right decision. Um, but other than that, I, um, I have like, um, I told you, I've been thinking about going back into the classroom because, you know, as actors, we're always learning. We should always be learning. We should always be looking for, you know, opportunities, uh, to be, to be enriched in our craft so that we can stay sharp and maybe make some industry connections. There's a lot of things that happen in the classroom that you might not realize could also further your career outside of just the learning. So I had heard, gotten a recommendation years ago from an actor friend of mine about a class out here in Los Angeles I wanted to take. So I audited the class and it was great. You know, I hadn't been in this type of classroom setting in in years, but just kind of sitting back and listening and, you know, kind of hearing what this teacher who is also a acting coach for some several, several pretty, you know, Oscar caliber actors, um, just kind of hearing what his mentality was for, you know, what's wrong with why are the American actors being pushed back as say as 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 lesser than than some of these uh British actors or Australian actors and um he had a really interesting perspective he said the art of teaching acting has suffered over the last uh however long and not only that you know a lot of american actors have kind of lost the usefulness of the teacher because they feel like there's nothing that they're being offered. But if you go back in history and I always love this era because, you know, it's kind of, I guess it's my closest, my earliest uh, experience of good acting. And I think of like all my favorites, Denzel Washington, Meryl Streep, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, all these actors were affiliated with some type of training uh, before breaking out in the film and TV. And that was another thing he talked about. He talked about, yeah, we, we have classes that are specifically for film and TV, but what about acting? <laughs> you know, like they didn't have classes in the seventies for film and TV. Let's just be real. They had classes for theater and the craft of acting. And I think we step away from that and we lose, you know, we're doing these little casting director workshops that really don't enrich anybody but the casting director, um, you know, as some side money. And, you know, you're thinking you're getting exposure, but a lot of times it almost classifies you as somebody I can't now quid pro quo. I can't, if you're in my class as a casting director, I can't just hire you on the next show. That's always the promise of these workshops, but 
the truth is it looks very questionable when you think of it that way. And, and then, you know, casting directors can give you one perspective of what they like in an actor, but is that necessarily right for you? Um, and I think the prominence of the American acting teacher has faded away the importance. I mean, even think about it. Like when you talk to somebody about going to acting school now, they, they want to act like you're some kind of Yahoo, you know, (laughs) you're here, you're out here basket weaving, you know, like, and that's not true. It is a profession. There's a guild. There is, you know, a, a, a union that you can be a part of that, you know, it's like having, you know, it's like being a metal worker or something, you know, like, so we've got to get back to the importance of that, you know, and I, shout out to all my listeners around the world. I realize I have listeners in these other places and I got to tell you, like Hollywood is very open to having actors from out of the country for whatever reason, for you know, what you may represent to worldwide box office, if you have any popularity in your own country, or if you are offering just solid acting because you had no choice. This is what your culture has, um, has, has prepared for you, that you have a long history of, you know, great stage actors, you know? And so what he examined in the class was that there should be no difference really uh, bef- from the training you receive um, as an actor and your on-camera training. Now, granted, you're going to have to temper your performance, but if you can do the thing, if you can do the, I can carry a play for three hours, you know, if you can do that, uh, being on set is a piece of cake. You know what I mean? And, and making your performances right for the frame is a piece of cake, you know, because you just have to teach yourself some, some other skills that would allow you to, um, to, to conform to the medium of film and TV. So yeah, a lot of, I think a lot of people want to make this film and TV something other than what it is. At the end of the day, good acting is good acting. Um, And good acting can be taught in the classroom, you know, through, you know, whatever master teacher. And that's why I've always been hesitant about taking classes from people who might not understand um understand or have a clear method or or approach on how they wanted to um how they wanted to teach acting and then you know i always talk about jack nicholson he he, he said the line everything cuts kid <laughs> it sticks in my head i think i heard it in uh kid stays in the picture uh robert evans documentary um Everything cuts in a way, you know, like this doesn't mean go out there and just be crazy, but in the filmed media, (laughs) 
the the medium is the director and the editor's medium. So you're just your job as an actor is to give them enough interesting choices that they can tell the story that they saw in their head, essentially. I mean, like when it comes down to it, it's out of your control to really craft a performance the way you could on stage, a consistent through line, you know, something where every moment is kind of itself in its own moment. And, um, so, so yeah, um, acting is acting guys. And I think other, you know, schools of thought, there's no separation between acting for the camera or acting for the stage. And actually acting for the stage gives you a lot of good fundamental, um, tools that you will use. I mean, you just go down the line, Jeffrey Wright, one of my favorite actors started in the theater. Like I said, Meryl Streep, Denzel Washington, um, you know, who else? Uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Um, there's ha- there's always been kind of a split of um, how they kind of navigate the stage and the screen. And, um, yeah, you'll just feel sharper after you come off stage, I'm telling you. So any of you that are not adding um, theater and a solid acting class to your regimen, you're missing out. It'll set you apart. It will. Especially if you're young, you know, like how many young actors um, think that acting started <laughs> on on uh, on YouTube and or Instagram? <laughs> like there are people who are building full careers off of what they learned when they did a silly video on Instagram. Think about that. Then they get on set and they're like, this is a different deal. This is something I'm missing. You know, it's like it's like building a house on a shaky foundation. You know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. That's that's a strong, strong period. Building a house on a shaky foundation. But either way, so, um, you know. I urge you all to continue learning also. Um, The other thing I did was, um, and this might come in handy now since you're trapped in the house, listening to my wonderful voice, (laughs) the smooth sounds of Fawcett, Frank Fawcett, Um, as I took a workshop online. And it was a workshop online that... uh, uh, I'm going to see if I can work something out with the creator, maybe do some type of advertising, maybe for this podcast, because I think it's something that I can't give you necessarily um, from this podcast, but I think it would enhance everything we talk about on this podcast. And so I don't know if that would look like a sponsorship or, you know, maybe I take the class and I give you know, my feedback on it or an interview with the creator of this. Uh, but it's just a streamlined process and some innovative thought on ways to 
approach representation and the mentality you have to have to consistently go after it. I mean, I think a lot of um, preconceived notions and, you know, practices that we've done for years uh, are dispelled in just, you know, the live stream that he did. And so I'm very intrigued and interested to see uh, what else he offers in this course. Um, but yeah, and it's actually somebody I've taken a live workshop from. Go figure. Um, <laughs> had this guy's contact information for a long time. And I, 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 you know, that's that's the, on the business side, persistence, man. He's consistently sent emails out. And, you know, I would see some and, you know, maybe the, the front line headline might they might strike my interest um i might open them periodically over about a year span and um something about this one and the live element and the free element kind of stuck out to me and i was like i'm gonna take this class you know there's a lot of opportunities like that online right now um like i said some are better than others some know what they're talking about, some don't, and you just have to either try them and see, or <laughs> I wouldn't recommend just dropping cash on everything now, you know, because it's a lot of snake oil salesmen on the internet. The internet is now a very uh, <laughs> democratized place where you have to kind of, I, li I like to get things on recommendation. That's why I said I, I would like to you know, do some type of partnership and bring that to the Ignite Your Acting Career family and audience. Anyway, uh, you guys, send me your DMs, emails, igniteyouractingcareer at gmail.com, uh, Ignite Acting on Instagram. I lied and said Instagram was going to be popping popping but um it's a slow build <laughs> it's, it's there go follow the page um also ignite acting on twitter and um you know follow me on all my social medias you know um but yeah there's um oh yeah that's the other thing i also did i did this so <laughs> i was putting together a a film and um i didn't know if it was a film or a tv show at the time I'm not sure it's kind of a web thing now so it's kind of got its own form right now but uh i did put up a video that i shot last year sometime um in in the kind of curb your enthusiasm style I was experimenting with that because I think it's very powerful. That's one of my favorite shows, by the way. Um, you know, setting up a scenario and getting with a scene partner and just improving scenes, you know, giving the stakes, saying that, you know, we're trying to get to this point, you know, and we're in this situation. And so I, I put together a piece of that. And, uh, you know, like I said, it was uh, it, it, it film is the editor's medium. So 
you can, you know, see what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, you can mix and match and put together things. But, you know, I had fun doing it. Uh, it's called Imbalance. It's on the Frank Fawcett YouTube channel. Um, I was trying my hand at a little comedy, uh, a little serial comedy type thing. But, you know, if you get a chance, go check that out. Um, I don't know if it's going to I'm going to stretch the series out more. I kind of want to expand it. I do have some other scenes and, like I said, pieces that I um, don't have the computing power for right now because you'll learn as you start editing things. You'll be like, oh, really? I, that's why they wanted me to get that extra RAM. Or <laughs> it makes a hell of a difference when you're, you know, you're, you're um, rendering files that are, 4k or larger you know you you start thinking about things like ram and computing speed and like uh, i think i will upgrade my computer at some point um when i get some money and i'll be able to cut that them files like butter but for now you know gotta deal with choppy playback and you know encoding files in a different you know folder and a different codec so that they can play at full speed so i can see what i'm cutting so i can see what i'm doing um loud truck passing by i don't know why uh <laughs> just really loud um and so yeah i'd like to um put some more content in the world i think right now it's time we do that that might be the planning that you need to do in this kind of downtime is putting together some stuff that you can do when you get out and you get free, you know, start collaborating with your fellow actors, you know, get with a guy with a camera or director. Um, I got a couple of people I want to collaborate with that I met at another mixer, um, kind of informational meeting mixer. Um, but yeah, just start getting yourself out there because at the end of the day, I know this for myself, you can sit and wait by the phone, but being able to call your own shots, it's worth its weight in gold, man. It really is. I mean, being able to call your own shots and make your own money and that's kind of the way of the future. Actors do not have to be passive undertake uh passive participants in this process like just like i told you with uh waiting for to hear from the play like if i didn't have my own stuff going on i don't know if i would have been as um as good of a negotiator in that situation or as willing to negotiate because i would have been at the will of casting and waiting for people i mean honestly if more work you put out there the better opportunity you have for somebody to see you and then people will be coming to you with opportunities you know so anyway that's about it for me um go out and do something or stay in and do something <laughs> be safe out there um it's no joke you guys stay safe uh there's no need to you know push your luck on contracting um coronavirus <laughs> so uh uh 
salute to you. And once again, I'm Frank Fawcett, host of Ignite Your Acting Career. And I want to thank you for joining me. Later.